Welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Your host, Jeanette Linfoot, talks to incredible people about their experiences and unleashing their full potential. From the boardroom tables of big international business to the dining room tables of entrepreneurial startups, embracing opportunities, overcoming challenges, taking risks, while staying true to yourself is where the magic happens. Hi, it's Jeanette here. If you're enjoying Brave, Bold, Brilliant, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a five-star review. Let's do it. Here's the show. It is imposter syndrome. Well, essentially, imposter syndrome really is feelings of inadequacy uh, that persist despite the evident success that shows you are uh, doing a good job or making your business better, etc. So even though you might have evidence in front of you, this self-doubt can kick in and almost a feeling of being a fraud, being found out. There are many different reasons as to how this can manifest, why it manifests. But the important thing to understand is that you're not alone. It is very common. And there are things that you can do to actually, you know, reduce the impact of this. And that's what we're going to get into now. 12 tactics as to how you can deal with feelings of imposter syndrome, if that is something that you are suffering with. The first one is recognize what is happening. Take stock and realize what's going on. Don't just bury those feelings and get yourself into a position where you just kind of, this becomes the norm for you. You know, it's okay to have an imposter imposter syndrome moment, but we don't want an imposter syndrome life. The next step is all about reframing it. So once you realize what's going on, those feelings kick in, those feelings of doubt, insecurity, not feeling worthy, etc. Stop, take stock where you are and think more calmly and logically. And at this point, you scope out the different options that are available to you. Now, sometimes these feelings can be very much in the moment. Other times it could be when you're preparing for maybe a big meeting or you're going to do a pitch to an investor or you've got a big presentation to do or a public speech. So in some cases, there can be a bit of a run up to it, which obviously gives you more time to think about your options as to how you can deal with it. If it's in the moment, obviously it's a little bit harder, but you can still calm down, recognize what's happening and just recalibrate. So that is the second tactic as to how you're going to be able to deal with this. The third part is you then choose a different course of action. So if your normal response when you get those feelings of imposter syndrome kicking in is to run for the hills, don't do the meeting, ring in sick, um, don't raise your hand uh, to ask a question or to offer, you know, to get involved in a project. If your normal response would be to not do that, Actually, do the opposite. Push yourself out. You know, my podcast is called Brave, Bold, Brilliant. And a a big part of this is about being brave and just actually choosing a different course of action than what your gut instinct is telling you to do. Okay. So the fourth part is about sharing your feelings. You know, nine times out of 10, there will be someone in your network in your business, in your life, 
that has also suffered with feelings like this. As I said, I speak very openly. I have definitely suffered with this throughout a big part of my career and my business life, but I've learned to deal with it. So I'm able to have a conversation around what's worked for me. How have I actually managed to overcome some of this stuff? So speak to someone that you actually trust, you feel you can explain what's happening, and they will undoubtedly have some great advice for you. Well, So don't be afraid. A problem shared is a problem halved, as we often say. Now, tactic number five get really clear on your purpose, your reason why. Whatever it is, get clear on your reason why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Because what will then happen is when those feelings of imposter syndrome kick in, you remind yourself why you're doing all this. Why are you putting yourself through this? And that will help give you the strength to move forward. So that is point number five. Get really clear on your purpose and your reason why. And I can certainly help you with that. The sixth tactic is about giving yourself the space for your own mental well-being. Okay, we all have very busy lives. I'm sure you have very busy life. You've got a lot going on, family, work, business, friends, personal stuff going on. So it's sometimes it's hard to find time for ourselves. But you know what? If you can find a small part of every day to work on you and on your mindset, then that is going to really help calm you down. It's going to help give you confidence. And, you know, it's just going to really make sure that when those feelings of imposter syndrome kick in, you can more calmly rationalize them. You can deal with it. So whether that is all about, you know, meditating, um, you know, doing some um, visualization, etc. There's lots of different things you can do, but, but give yourself that space for you, for your mindset. Linked to this is tactic number seven, and it's about personal development. So, you know, I believe that we are all work in progress until the day we die. <laughs> so I always want to be a better version of myself tomorrow than I was today. Yeah. And if we're doing that and we're constantly learning and growing, that has so many different impacts, right? Because one, it allows you to actually then um, continue to grow confidence, knowledge, experience. So if you have a, a particular area where you're less confident, maybe you're starting a new job or you're, you're getting into a new industry, if you've worked on your knowledge base for that, it's going to give you more confidence. And therefore, when those feelings of imposter syndrome kick in, you're going to be able to deal with them better. So Tactic number seven, work on your personal development. Number eight, surround yourself with the right people. So what this is all about is you want to be with people that are going to lift you up. They're going to encourage you. They're going to get what you are trying to achieve. They're going to support, advise. They'll also call you out as well, right? You know, it's not, not just there to, to tell you everything is wonderful, but surround yourself with the right people, not the wrong people. Because if you're spending time with people that are constantly putting you down, telling you you're crazy, you're going to fail, putting doubt in your mind, that is going to make the imposter syndrome feelings worse because it's going to reinforce those negative feelings, which you absolutely do not want to have. So who you spend time with is critical. Number nine. Take action every single day that's moving you a step closer to where you want to be. Because when we make progress, we get momentum. When we get momentum, 
we get more confidence and we have this virtuous circle that starts to gather pace. Sometimes when we're trying to do the difficult stuff and we doubt ourselves and we feel like we can't do it, getting started is the hardest part. But once you do and you take small baby steps, doesn't have to be a lot, but just a step each day, taking action, it's going to give you confidence. It's going to give you momentum. It's going to help you kick those imposter syndrome feelings into touch. So that is point number nine. Number 10, link to your well-being, exercise, sleep and diet. Now, I sound like I'm probably someone's mum here telling you off, but genuinely, you know, if you're not getting, if you're not well rested, you're eating, you know, all the wrong foods, you're not really getting any exercise and and raising your energy levels, you're going to feel sluggish, it's going to bring your mood down, and it's going to make those imposter syndrome feelings worse. Number 11, this is a mindset thing. Don't be afraid to fail. All failure is learning. Every single one of us fail. It's a fact. You will not win every time. You cannot win if you don't fail. There is balance. There is a yin to every yang. So when you accept that, and I'm not saying you go out to fail, but when those knockbacks come, when maybe what you're trying to do you know, doesn't work, and then you start feeling bad again, the imposter syndrome kicks in again. Um, you know, actually, if you've changed your mindset and go, okay, no, that's all right. That didn't work out as I intended. What did I learn? What will I do differently next time? It's a totally different thing. And that really helps with the mindset and with the imposter syndrome feelings as well. And then point number 12, practice, practice, practice. The more that you deal with this stuff, the more that you put these tactics into place that I've just taken you through, the easier it will get. Continue to develop as a person. And then when those moments come, you can deal with them better. You bounce back faster and you're able to embrace actually those failures and those feelings of of doubt and insecurity, etc. So I hope that has been helpful for you. I hope it's given you some really practical tips that you can put into place into your daily routine, your daily life. And just remember, be brave, be bold and be brilliant. Bye now. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.